Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder. Massimo de Kempley traveled the world after getting his master's degree at a prestigious culinary school in the Abruzzo region of Italy. In a fairy tale like story, he met Waco native Kristen Rash four years ago. They were both on world travels and by chance met at Seven Mile Beach in the Grand Cayman. Five months later, they married. And I am so excited to welcome them to Central Texas Living, the podcast. Thank you so much for having us. (laughs) Glad you were here and you're rubbing your little tummy because there's a baby on the way. Baby on the way. Baby boy due at the end of the year. Excellent. And you have two other children, right? I do. Uh, We do a 12-year-old boy, Hudson, and then Grace will be three in February. Beautiful family. Um, I want to talk, though, to Massimo because um, you have settled here in Waco and opened a Decompli's Italian Ristorante, getting things underway just as COVID-19 threw a little bit of a monkey wrench into everything for everybody. But but first of all, Massimo, tell me about your life in Italy. So, um, born in Italy and uh, went to culinary school, worked a um, couple of years for my dad, um, which used to own a different restaurant in Italy. Uh, then, um, at the now, where, and where in Italy? Places? In Abruzzo. In Abruzzo, okay. Yes, ma'am. That's where my family actually still live mm-hmm. with all my siblings and... Uh, after um, finished my culinary school, I wanted to uh, work and learn even more. And that's when my dad actually asked me uh, to leave Italy and see and see the world. That's the beauty of um, the restaurant business. Uh, you able to travel and work at the same time. So I was blessed to um, travel in different country, meet um, amazing people. And then end up in Waco four years ago. <laughs> and we're so gl- we're glad you did. Uh, and I'll get more into that in a little bit. But uh, first of all, your your culinary training. I understand you graduated from the same school your dad went to. So this truly is a family business. Yes, and we actually shared the same principle. Um, when my dad graduated, there was this. It was the second year for the principal that graduated me after. It was maybe about 15 years after mm-hmm. that. Um, culinary school in Italy are um, um, 
the first couple of years, um, they are introducing you to this industry. So you are learning um, and um, everything from cooking, serving, and managing business. And then at the end of your second year, that's where you make your decision or like what you want to do when you're older. Um, so I did uh, management, but also I took an um, extra class on cooking because I didn't know what to pick. Uh, so I was able to do both and then uh, help me definitely, you know, to um, have a, a little bit more experience. Uh, definitely on the restaurant industry, um, you build experience while you're working you you for sure you need to have some foundation and that's where you know the culinary school plays its part um and teaching you the basic of this beautiful industry so so your dad with his blessing um you you left home <laughs> and but, but you've really truly traveled the world and and worked in a lots of different locales let's talk about your experience in dubai well the experience in dubai was uh really different because you're gonna work where um, um, religion is different the lowest difference um, out, like the normal life you have here is not the same over there and um, it was hard at first but um, with all the people we met uh, with all this different background we were able to make it special where uh, we were able to have good time work and and also understand uh, life better I, I I think when you meet people with different background um, you're able to see uh, the world in a different way and you definitely appreciate what you have instead of you know wishing what you don't have and that was definitely a big, big blessing because, you know, being away f from your family when you're 20 and, and you don't even speak. In, I mean, back then I was able maybe to speak 40 or 50 different words in English. Uh, so it, it, it was a little hard. But again, you know, with all those many people, we were able to make it special and and we create our own family. Uh, with that said, in Dubai was almost 10 years ago, um, uh, myself with uh, three other guys that we met there just because uh, we were sharing the same apartment, we were able to travel together until uh, almost we all got married. And I'm here in Waco and uh, another guy is actually in LA. Uh, another, another guy is back in Italy mm. uh, due to COVID actually. Yeah. Which is sad. Well, oh, yeah. Well, I, I guess my impression of Dubai is that it's kind of cosmopolitan in a way. So, so were these Italian? Was this an Italian restaurant you were, you were working at, or was it you know just re European cuisine or what? Well, it it, it was an Italian restaurant. That, um, it's, it's actually um, they 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 opened their first place back in 1926 in oh, Venice. My. It's called Florian uh, Restaurant and Cafe. It's really an historic place to go. Uh, many, um, many people went there from, but from presidents to like regular people. And then uh, they opened this location in Dubai and Abu Dhabi. And I was in Italy and they asked me if I wanted to go there and help them, you know, on supervising. And I was like, well, I'm not going to say no to Dubai. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's yeah. how everything started. Oh, well. So from Dubai, you went where? 
Is that when you went to the Grand Caymans? So from Dubai, I went back home just for about a month or so. And mm-hmm. then, uh, yes, that's when I went to the Grand Cayman, uh, which was another, you know, dream come true where, you know, I want to travel to the Caribbean, but it's a little bit quite expensive. And then I, I applied to this job online and right after maybe a few days, I got an email back saying that they, they were willing to um, offer me the job mm-hmm. and called my dad and I was like, hey, just so you know, I'm leaving, going <laughs> to the Caribbean. And he was like, well, good for you. My mom was a little bit shocked because <laughs> she was, you know, hoping for me to stay a little longer, but yeah mamas are like that (laughs) yeah mamas are like that i know she's um she's a little bit you know sad of having you know grandchild so far away but at the same time she appreciate that um i was able to create my future and have amazing family behind me that you know support and on what we do and you know they understand well you mentioned that grand came in being a dream come true and in more ways than one because that's where you met Kristen. so tell me that part of the story yes so i was on a girl's trip we had actually gone well i didn't go the year before but i went this year and we were staying just a couple of resorts down from where he lived and we were on the beach and he kicked a soccer ball really and then the rest is history. So we went to like a, a birthday dinner and then we saw each other until we left. And then we, I didn't really think I would hear from him again. Let's be honest. Yeah. But uh, we did. And I mean, he's easy to fall in love with. My family loves him. It's uh, everything's amazing about him. So, um, yeah. So we just, you know, being older and you just know. And so we just took the leap and. Kind of love, love at first sight, though, it sounds like. Yeah. Our first soccer ball kick a or lot, whatever. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. Well, let's let's talk about your, your background. You went to Midway and then to Tech, right? I did. I went to Midway and then on to Tech. And, oh, goodness, I've lived here, lived in Austin a little bit, lived here for gosh, 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so work here. My family's here. Most of my family's here. So yeah, I'm a Waco at, at heart. I remember my dad, I was telling my parents about him and my mom was like, oh, okay, you know, like she wasn't sure. My dad was like, what? He's he's going to leave there for, for Waco? And I was <laughs> like, thanks, dad. But anyways, it's um, all worked out and, you know, Waco's been so great for me and my family and has just really welcomed arms to him, so... That's a great place to call home, mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely. But for someone who is who has truly been a globetrotter and traveled the world, um, what's been the biggest surprise to you about Waco? Well, definitely, um, I always say to my friends that people makes a difference in on the place where you live, and Waco really reminds me my hometown back home. Really, where people are really warm. They're uh, truly genuinely loving you for who you are um and uh, that was um surprising in a good way like um i like after already like day one because because i was coming here to see her for quite a few times before we got married and everybody were so friendly and welcoming and and it was genuine they were not doing it because they were friend with kristen mm-hmm but they were doing it because that's how people are here in Texas, I'll say. And and 
that makes everything easier. You know, when you when you move from one place to another, it is fun, but at the same time, it's hard because you always start from zero again, where, you know, you start to build, build friendship and connection and see and see different place. But Waco made it like so much easier. Um, I love to be here. Um, I cannot wait to see what's going to happen the next 20, 30 <laughs> years down the road. Um, but I love to be here and I um, love the fact that the kids can, you know, um, can grow um, in such an amazing community and where, you know, you feel safe, you know, your neighbor, you establish a relationship uh, with the same people. And that's that's priceless. Very well said. Very well said. Um but what actually brought you to Waco was uh, a connection with uh, Magnolia and Chip and Joanna. Talk a little bit about that. Well, there was, um, I moved here um, in October and then in December, I uh, I got a job at Magnolia Table um, as a front of the house manager. And then I actually, after a year or so, I become general manager of the same place um, until uh, I left for our own dream. Uh, definitely working at Magnolia was um, was really, really good. Um, the fact that they generally um, love their own employees and there is this, you know, vibe of love and magic and being respectful to one another. That's something that I always dreamed uh, when I was young, when I was like, oh, I wish I can find, uh, you know, a company where... You can just be yourself and just be respectful and be happy, you know, to go to work. And they made it happen. And, you know, I have learned so much from them um, on how, you know, how to relate to other people. Um, they, they really show you what love means. And, you know, that's um, a lesson in life that I wish, you know, everybody can have. Um, so we can be, you know, kind to one another, love each other and and just be a good person. Yeah, I, th I think the success of their show Fixer Upper was because that truly was communicated to the viewer. And I, I think that's the connection that people have with them. You know, Chip may be goofy and all that kind of stuff, but there was a, a respect and a love that was clear between these two people in their marriage and in their business. Um so let's talk now about the dream that you had, and that's to open a restaurant. And, of course, my years in news reporting, that building that hadn't been there in that block. I mean, you're shaking here. <laughs> yeah. You know, Kristen, you grew up here. There was always bad stuff happening. I swear, yes. Oh, my goodness. And now it has this wonderful anchor building on the end with the, with De Kempley's and and folks are, are streaming there, going there, and yet you open this at the start of a – pandemic yes so <laughs> we actually my wife and i we start working on this project about um two years ago mm -hmm. you know putting the dream on a paper uh, we had i mean we start with a blank piece of paper and a pencil and then we start to uh, uh design uh, like how we want to have this restaurant and then uh, we were looking for a location and we were between uh being like in waco woodway area or downtown, but um, we we love that to be like on the Woodway, 
Waco area to to work me more with locals and build those relationship, and not just working with um, tourists because I I I was you know after traveling the world I was a little bit tired of starting from zero again every time with relationship. I I love to have friends around. I love to have people around and um and also love to know them. Uh, and then I remember the uh, realtor said, "Oh, we have actually a spot just open up. Let's go." let's go check it out and uh soon we parked i looked at the building and i was like i mean what are we supposed to do with this <laughs> what and then he showed us the picture of the project yes. uh, for the future project and i was like well if it's gonna look like this mm-hmm. this plaza is gonna be beautiful and they kept their promises and we are so blessed you know to be where we are especially with the neighbor we have around with all those different business we have. They are all uh, locally owned and amazing people. Actually, um, the business we have uh, next door to us, uh, we find out one day that she lives uh, on our <laughs> neighborhood. Oh. So that shows you when, you know, something is meant to be, uh, it will happen, you know. And uh, yeah, we start working and then on uh, we broke the ground. It was um, early December last year and then uh, COVID came in in the world like around March yeah. and uh, you know construction they never stopped and we were like okay what are we gonna do now I mean we gotta open anyway and you know life is full of challenge and this is another challenge which uh, we gotta face and and be positive of course we gotta do uh, what is right to protect um, the community around us and um, it's restaurant industry once again is already a big challenge of course this is another yeah on a regular day yeah (laughs) on a regular day it is Uh, but i mean right now like i said we just hoping you know to make the right decision day by day Mm -hmm. do what is right for our guests um right now we allow to be open at 75 percent, but by choice we are still at 50 uh because we want to make sure that all our guests are comfortable to come Mm -hmm. in um and and you know we we want to make sure also our employees are being taken care of where we we do not uh do what's wrong for them or sure. expose them you know to something can happen well you have a, a lovely outdoor dining space that a lot of restaurants don't have the luxury of that and so and that that's great too for for your guests that you know, maybe want to be outside, want to be in the open air. Um, delicious food, was able to go there and and absolutely rave about the service and how kind everybody is and how you, you are made to feel like you're a member of the family. Well, let's talk a little bit about the food. Uh, what what makes Decan Place different than, say, a typical Italian restaurant? Well, definitely... Um, if there being, is a typical Italian restaurant. Well, we are... Um, well, first of all, I have to say that here in Waco, there is a um, few other restaurants that make really good food following, you know, family recipe. Um, and us, like those other few places, we are family owned. So when you're family owned, you care more about your guests compared when you just, you know, a franchise or a chain. Uh, definitely we are following, you know, um, re- Italian recipe um, with the input of our chef. We want to make sure that, you know, our chef have, have like a, um, a, a green light to put their own input um, to the recipe, especially when we want to use um, ingredients that we can source around us. 
Uh, so I remember the first special we had on our dessert, the people were like looking at us, like confusing. We made a jalapeno cheesecake. <laughs> and because we wanted, you know, to use the jalapeno and, um, and, and then a lot of love, a lot of passion. Um, we, all our food is made from scratch. So even the pasta. Yes. Even pasta. Yeah. Um, um, and I think that's all the secret. We we love mostly we love what we do. Mm-hmm. That's what makes a big difference. You gotta love your job. You gotta lo- love what wh- what you do. And you know, r- r- restaurant industry is about serving people. And you gotta be, uh, and you need to have a big art to do that. It's it's all about serving other people around you because um, you don't know what story or what's going on on the other side of the table. And you know you. You want to try to do your best to make maybe a bad day and make it positive and look positivity and make, you know, your guests to feel better. And you can do that through fruit or through drink or a glass of wine. So there is many factors can help us to achieve the accomplishment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, you have all the ingredients, as I say, for a successful business. And, and the folks need to, you know, you want them to feel comfortable going out to eat and so forth. As you say, you're, you're maintaining the 50% capacity. Um, we're all looking forward to the day where no more masks and everybody can just, you know, relax and, and, and be, them, be themselves without any worry. And I, that day is coming. Yeah, it, I, we know it's coming. I mean, it's at this point, it's just a matter of time. We, 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 you know, we, for sure, we're going to celebrate that day uh, where we going to be able to take off our mask mm-hmm. and, and uh, give hugs to, to guests. Sure. And, and, you know, I think the I think the virus, it's the same thing about the virus is that um, it took away those beautiful connection between people. That's the sad, the sad thing about it. Like, not be able to see somebody in front of you that is actually smiling at you and right, able yeah. to make I'm you smiling feel behind this mask. Yeah, <laughs> if you only knew. And uh, you know, and and yeah. do like the regular routine. Uh, it t- kind of like took those connection away, yeah. and that's the sad thing about it. Yeah. Well, you can uh, be cheered up if you uh, make a visit, make a reservation. Though I found that out because it's very popular. And you need to make your reservation if you uh, want to uh, go to Decamp, please, for for dinner. Uh, you serve. What are your hours during the day? So, you do lunch too. Yes. Okay. We are open for lunch. We open at eleven. Uh, during the week, Monday through Thursday, we open from eleven to two, mm-hmm. and then we reopen at four, and we the kitchen closes at nine, and then Friday and Saturday we open from eleven to ten without any break in the middle. Okay, very good. Well, I'd love to end these visits with a questionnaire similar to the one the late, great James Lipton used to do on Inside the Actor's Studio. Does that ring a bell with you, Kristen? Um, anyway, it was it just a little questionnaire. And so I'm going to ask you both, and you can just, you know, pop in. What's your favorite word? Love. Say it in Italian. 
Amore. I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. My favorite word. Um, let's see. Mm, happy. Happy. Very good. What's your least favorite word? Hate. And in Italian? Audio. Oh, yeah, that does. Audio. Yeah. Audio. It doesn't sound good. No, know. it doesn't. No. <laughs> you kind of you kind of grimace when you say it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> okay, good. Good. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you don't like no. <laughs> you, you've got an almost three year old. You probably uh, hear yeah. that a lot. Mom, sometimes these yeah. days. <laughs> like, who is she? Is she here? Can you find her? Uh, my least favorite word is. Mm, let's see. Maybe ugly. Yeah. Yeah. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, emotionally? Hey, you got to have faith on God. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's everything in God's hands. Of course, we make our decision, but the path has already been written for us. So we got to make sure we follow the path and have faith, have love, forget about hate, forget about anything that take people apart. And mm -hmm. that's what drives me every day, every morning. Yeah. I have to agree. Faith and family. At the end of the day, it's most most important. It's why we're here and who we are. And, you know, we want to make everybody proud and always be together and always be supportive of, of everyone. So. so what turns you off creatively or spiritually or emotionally? Seeing... Uh, Seeing other people like arguing over um, situation or things that are not really important in life, um, that's something that I feel. I feel that definitely uh, traveling the world helped me to build who I am today, where it means being respectful to the other person. Like I don't have. Um, like my friends, they are friends, regardless where they're from or their religion or anything that make them different than myself. I mean, that's that's the beauty of the world. I mean, the, the world is beautiful because it's different. And we got to accept that and and live with it. And so like that, we can be able to be like a better person. Mm -hmm. I think uh, <coughs> great answers. Uh, <laughs> I think just negativity. I mean, you know, when people... Or disrespectful and you know it's just he's opened my eyes a lot to see things that maybe I didn't see them the way before um you know just with all of his experience so um I think yeah just uh, everybody just needs to be happy and do our best right 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 what sound do you love the most huh, I'm gonna make you laugh the sound I used to love the most was the sound of the coffee machine in the morning. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> because <laughs> it's probably it's the best <laughs> cappuccino I ever had was in Italy. I mean, I cannot find a cup like that in the United States. Do you have? Do you make cappuccino? Well, I just drink straight espresso. <laughs> I figured that. <laughs> yeah, and I actually have a small little machine that I've been having it for, what, five years maybe and makes the best coffee ever, even better than a restaurant itself. Mm -hmm. But the sound of coffee, it's uh, the sound of 
another da- another day being alive. So all right, we have another day ahead, and I love we it. can do good, and and tomorrow will be another one again. Mm-hmm. That's good. My favorite sound would be an ocean. Yeah. I like the waves. It's calm, relaxing. It is so big, and everything out there in the world. Yeah. What What is your least favorite sound? When uh, somebody is either yelling or screaming at me. So <laughs> loud voice. And I am pretty loud, but in a good way. <laughs> it's uh, like screaming and and uh, argue. Like, I don't like those mm-hmm. sounds. Mm-hmm. No. The two-year-old screaming <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> I'll stay. <It's> okay. <laughs> okay, so what other profession would you have liked to try? Well, I did. Like, actually, I did. I tried to change my profession when I was 24 and it lasted like a month and then I went back to the restaurant. But I would love to be a real estate agent. Hmm. Because it's 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 not the same profession I'm having right now, but you're still able to like confront yourself with other people and talk to other people and make them happy to find, you know, their their dream um, home or, or I don't know, commercial. I don't know. I see yeah. myself doing that. Yeah, I, I see. you very much a people person. So, yes, <laughs> yeah. that, that would make sense. What about you, Kristen? Anything with sports. I love sports. I wanted to do that when I was little. I wanted to be like a sports medicine doctor for the New York Giant. I mean, just random, but anything in sports, mm-hmm. I, I really like that. Okay, so what profession do you know you would not want to do? Uh, I don't want to work in a office. I don't want to work in between like four wall and a computer. I need people around me. I need to, I, I have, I need to feel free and uh, office is not, it's not my job. Yeah. And that's, that's what I, I meant. Uh, I, I got this beautiful job in a office when I was 24 and beautiful salary. And then after a month I quit and <laughs> my dad was like, Oh, I know they're coming. My sister was a little bit disappointed because she thought that, you know, I wasn't, um, appreciating like a good opportunity, but it wasn't for me. So I rather have someone else, you know, have it that dream for it than me and just doing it because I have to. Like I said, you gotta love what you do if you want to be the best at it. Absolutely. For me, it would be a teacher. I'm so thankful, grateful for all the teachers out there, but it's it's I don't have the patience and. Um, so that's one I couldn't do, but I'm, I'm just, there's so many amazing teachers and I am very thankful for them. Amen to that. <laughs> I think a I lot think of virtual parents- school really opened a lot of <laughs> yeah. eyes. I exactly. think, <laughs> I think. All right. One last question. What do you want to hear God say to you as you arrive at the pearly gates? That I've been a good human being. I mean, we all make mistakes. I'm, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect at all. Um, I made mistake in the past, but at the same time, I have to say that I never did something wrong with the purpose of hurting the purple, the person next to me. So I hope that he is going to have good words for me by saying, yeah, you've been a good human being, even with your thousands of mistakes on top of you. But that's what I hope. Mm -hmm. For me, good job. Good job. Well, and faithful service. Mm Amen. Well, thank you both so much. We've got Kristen and Massimo de Campoli. And uh, again, your restaurant is located? 
6500 Woodway Drive, right out of the corner of Highway 6 and 84 behind Allen Samuel. And I would recommend you make a phone call and get your reservation because it is well worth it. Thank you both so much for your time today. It's been a delight to get to know you better. Well, thank you so much for having us. Thank Thank you for the opportunity. We Mm -hmm. really appreciate that. Thank you for having us. Central Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at RogueMediaNetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. Why am I here? I'm here to be your tour guide through Waco. I'm here to tell you all the goings on in and around Waco. I'm going to give you the 411 on what's happening, what's going on, and what events you should go to. This is your host, Debbie, signing off. Now that you know, go. Just go, Waco. Are you building a new business while managing a family? Are you tired of trying to balance home and work and everything seems to be coming up short? Then there's a podcast made just for you. Baking Your Business from Scratch is where we create the perfect recipe for building a successful business while managing your home and family with love. Come join us and see for yourself. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.